Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. So my wife and I have been binging through Stranger Things. We got through the four seasons really to catch up because a lot of people have been talking about it and trying to get us to watch it for various reasons. And of course, after seeing various NFTs with it and then speaking to my little sisters, I was like, okay, let's watch this show. Let's see what's going on. And although I'm an 86 baby, I have to say it was extremely nostalgic to me seeing all of those 1980s tech, especially the big walkie talkies, the outrageous fashion, the cars. I mean, it just reminded me of my childhood because when I was younger, pretty much all those things were still in style. They were still around. And I really remember what it was like seeing some of those things. So after completing the fourth season, I headed over to YouTube and I just started to listen to all this old music. And I got this really warm, fuzzy feeling. One of the most powerful, influential forces used by marketers, including NFT projects, happens to be nostalgia. So that's what we're going to talk about today. And of course, since this is the Nifty Business Show, I feel the need to not just talk about NFTs, but tie this into business, the real world, of course, marketing and everything that we're doing and seeing. So I have to ask you a quick question. Did you know that a toy company is setting all sorts of sales records, even in this economy? Believe it or not, Lego is selling like hot bread. In a digital world with smartphones and PS5s and all sorts of things, you would think that kids would not be playing with Legos. But guess what? The sales aren't even coming from the kids. Sales are coming from adults. Now, back in the day, I remember getting those big red buckets of Lego sets, and it was probably about $20 to $30 or so. But nowadays, we're not talking about $20 and $30 sets. We're talking about adults spending $300 on kits of whatever special movie they might like, Star Wars sets, Pirates of the Caribbean, you name it. There was the anniversary of the NASA launch, all these astronaut sets. There's so many different things that they are tapping into, and these kits that they're selling have worldwide appeal. They touch all sorts of culture, pop culture, and for these adults, it brings us back to happier times, and that's what nostalgia does, the power of seeing certain things, and it brings you back to the quote-unquote simpler times when there weren't bills and possibly relationship struggles and bad economies and politics and all that stuff. It just brings us back in time to when we were younger and the world was just simpler, and truthfully, it really wasn't that simple because, as I said, I was an 86 baby, so of course, when I came into the world, the Cold War was still going on, there was always constant threats of uh, different things. And it really wasn't like the world was perfect and everything was going great. However, it was our worldview as children. And those times just were so much simpler to us. And looking back on those moments, it really brings us joy and that warm, fuzzy feeling that I was speaking about in the intro. And Lego's not the only company tapping into this. If you look recently, McDonald's actually launched a Happy Meal for Adults, and they're tapping into nostalgia big time. This is a $10 meal kit, which basically has a Big Mac, some fries, a drink, and it has a toy, which really probably costs a couple cents to make. However, it is making these adults extremely happy. It brings them back to their childhood, and they're willing to pay a premium over just buying a regular Big Mac and a fries, and they want these Happy Meals because it brings them back to that childhood. Again, nostalgia is very powerful. And look at even Nike and the Jordan brand, how they're constantly relaunching. 
all of these old sneakers. I mean, how many ways could they possibly reinvent the same design? I don't know. They just keep figuring out ways to do it. Or if you look at Disney, they're, back in the day when they had the VHS, they always had these Disney vaults where there was a period of time where you could get it in the store and then they would lock it away in the Disney vault forever and they would bring it back in some new remastered, new song, new editing or something of that nature to bring it back and it'd be just sparking all this nostalgia again and people were buying everything on VHS and then went over to DVD. They start to buy them over there again. They went to digital formats and everything. It just keeps constantly bringing up. They're recycling and remaking a lot of these old movies. The Lion King, Lady and the Tramp, you name it. Once they launched that Disney Plus streaming service, they brought back a lot of these old things. Reason being, they knew that the emotional connection to the old properties is very powerful. That is why Marvel movies with their multiple renditions and sequels and prequels and everything always does well, it's because people are tapping into what they know, that old familiar face, that old friend, Star Wars, and all these properties going back to, again, those simple happy times. Now, let's come into the whole NFT space. And one of the projects that I always talk about, and I'm not even going to spend too much time on this, is the 90s babes. And of course, as I said, I'm an 86 baby, and that is primarily the number one reason why I'm a part of that project in that community, is because when I look at the art, I remember Tamagotchis, I remember Nintendo 64, all of those different things, and it just makes me feel so happy. But I don't want to spend all the time on that. Everyone knows I'm part of that. Love those. But even if you go over on Wax, where I originally started my NFT journey and collecting all these different things, there are some properties over there which really are built on collectability and nostalgia. They're Street Fighter. There is Hot Wheels. There is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. There is the Power Rangers. There is the Garbage Pail Kids. And I can go on and on and on on all those different things that people are collecting. And some of these properties are 50 years old. They have Atari game cases and covers, some old things that people just have an emotional connection with. And he's even speaking about Atari. Atari has their own NFT collection that they recently launched. And uh, that thing really took off, did very well, sold out, and the price was going up and was stable. And even that, we're talking about a 50 or 60 year old company that is reinventing itself and launching and bringing back these things. Or speaking of even old companies, Time Magazine with all their covers and tapping into their historical relevance through all the culture and all the years and decades of doing that magazine, they brought that over into Web3 NFT stuff and they're tying this thing in and even there. But more fun times because <laughs> more fun times, not Time Magazine, but Look at Nickelodeon. They have a lot of NFTs that's tapping into nostalgia, not just the one that they're doing with Recur Pass, but even on Wax, they have NFTs over there as well. And a lot of this stuff is just bringing back those happy times, those good memories of watching Hey Arnold and the Rugrats and Snick and just such great times for anyone that grew up in the 90s. Just remembers what it was like seeing all that slime and bright colors at Orlando Studios and everything and always wanted to go being on one of those sets competing on one of those shows. So when we, as millennials especially, we see those things, it really brings us back to those times. But this is not just millennials only. We're talking about various properties. If you look at something such as the homies, which came into this whole NFT space as the crypto homies, you can see all the things that they brought those old properties that has a lot of nostalgia for a lot of people of Hispanic culture, especially over on the West Coast. I mean, they absolutely love that. And they brought it into the whole Web3 space. And it's re-sparking a lot of that interest. And speaking of re-sparking West Coast, we have 
West Coast Customs, which is familiar to us from uh, Pimp My Ride on MTV. If you've ever watched that show, they had an NFT collection, which they brought back some cars and uh, just redesigned the whole thing based on that. And they're building out this huge roadmap based on games and all sorts of different things. But anyone that really grew up watching Pimp My Ride and everything is familiar with West Coast Customs making all of those cars. But that is just something that is just very cool, something that we can relate to. And is powerful for marketing even going forward. But also, now we're going to get into like the big boys league. If you look over on Vivi, they have contracts with Marvel, DC, Disney, and major properties over there. We're talking about the first appearance of Spider-Man on the blockchain is over on Vivi. We have Batman from DC and Disney and all their multiple properties that are over there. It is just a different ballgame altogether. That is entirely on collectability. And those aren't like your NFTs over on Ethereum where it's all about utility and everything. These are people that are holding these and collecting them for the properties that they actually are and not necessarily the access that's going to give them to anything in the future. And that really spans a whole bunch of generations. But as far as millennials go, this is something that I've been researching a lot and really understanding. And it's sort of like a secret that is well known in the marketing industry right now that millennials are very big into collecting. Like we are massive collectors. And as far as now, we're finally coming into our uh, peak purchasing power in the sense that we're no longer broke. We're no longer just college kids living off of ramen noodles and what have you. We're starting to earn a little bit of money. And no, we don't have the purchasing power and the economic might of the baby movers. However, we're in a position right now that we can actually spend some money on some certain things. And even jewelry companies and whatever, they're gearing all of their marketing towards millennials and what have you. Because as I said, finally, we're starting to have a little bit of money and we can make some purchases. So as far as nostalgia of those good old times. Those millennial marketing is just very interesting and is just drawing our attention. And with that whole connection of us wanting to collect different things, it really gives us an emotional connection to whatever it is that we're going to spend our money on. And truthfully, it doesn't matter how much of a logical person you are, because I like to think I'm a very logical person, very systematic, very pragmatic. I'm not one to cry over things. I like to sit down. I need to rationalize and come up with a plan and try to figure out how we're going to tackle this thing. But guess what? Even I, when it comes comes to making my purchases, do it based on emotion. And there's a thing, again, going back to marketing, is we purchase on emotion and then we justify with logic. So as far as nostalgia, that is such a powerful emotion in the sense of it really sparks something inside of us that has nothing to do with any kind of spreadsheet data, has nothing to do with, let's say, in the case of the NFTs, these floor prices, what we could possibly resell it for. And it's simply because it makes us feel good when we see these things. And I went through just multiple projects right here, multiple brands, multiple touch points, and even form factors. I mean, I jumped on Ethereum, Wax, over on Vivi, all over the place, Soul. And everything I mentioned here was all built on nostalgia. So I would love to know, just throwing all of these out here and just having a nice little conversation about nostalgia and this feel-good moment that I have after watching Stranger Things, listening to some music, and really having this connection and just brainstorming on how all this stuff really plays into marketing and this whole NFT space makes me want to wonder, do you have any NFTs that you currently own that you literally purchased for no other reason than it just simply made you feel good about something in the past? simpler times, maybe happy times, fun memories, whatever it might be. And it really has nothing to do with any kind of economic gain or anything of that nature, but you just wanted to own it. If that is the case, please feel free to share it with me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. I would love to see what kind of stuff that you are collecting, what brings back some nostalgic moments for you. Because at the end of the day, there is no real way to quantify the value of that. Something like feeling good, right? So I would love to know what your thoughts are on that. 
But as usual, I just want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.